Welcome to our online edition of Question and Response. We at Redeemer Lincoln Square, we value questions and those who ask them, which is why after every uh, Sunday service, we answer questions that you text in, whether it's about faith or Christianity in general, and somebody from our pastoral team tries to deal with them. Now, in this particular series, we're trying to deal with some of the key questions that people have about who Jesus is and what he's about, or just the most frequently asked ones. So whether you consider yourself a Christian today or not, we invite you to participate with us uh, in this discussion. Now, for today's question. Welcome back for today's question. We're joined by our very own Carol Ann Hicks, who's our Director of Hospitality here at Redeemer Lincoln Square. Yeah. And Carol Ann, we have a huge question. Mm maybe the biggest one that our culture right now and our cultural moment is asking. Yeah. And that's the question, which is the church has done so much hurt mm. over the years. Why be part of it? And then connected to, connected to that is this concept of, I'm, you've probably heard a lot, I'm spiritual but not religious. Yes. And this is, uh, there's so many big aspects to this. There's so many different ways to take this. But yeah. I think when people say I'm spiritual but not religious, in my experience, what I've heard from people is, uh, when I'm when they say I'm spiritual, I want to be connected to something bigger and larger than myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they say I'm not religious, they're saying also I don't want to be connected to any particular uh, organized group of people, yeah. whether right? that's religion or otherwise. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so what I what I think when people say that what, what they're trying to say is a religious organization is a community. Um, and um, my argument back to them would be there's no way to get away from community. We are essentially yeah beings that are social and we right. like to be in community so when you say i'm spiritual not religious you tend to then go off and find other people everyone's drawn to community yeah who are like that as well and you can find those people online or sometimes people go well they, they, what they do is they try to find a different kind of community maybe not a religious one but yeah. there's other ones oh, absolutely. but then you're still living a life of belief in a community hmm. and so i think it's important to acknowledge that uh yes churches are religious organizations, but they're essentially communities and everybody has a community. And if you say I'm spiritual, not religious, potentially you're saying the hurts that the church has done over the years, I don't want to be associated with them Mm -hmm. anymore. Understandably so. Right. Yeah. So um, I think it's important to kind of point that out and say, okay, so then the real question is, is, you know, how will I find a community that you know, has not, does not have this track record. Hmm. And I think the church, we have to acknowledge the church has had, absolutely has a pretty terrible track record in so many different areas. At the same time, not every particular church at all times has done the same thing. So right, the yeah. Peruvian church hasn't done the atrocities of, of the American church and the, and the black church in America hasn't done the, the same atrocities that the yeah. white church has done in, in America. So I think it's yeah. important to make those statements, but at the same time, the church has done some pretty some pretty terrible yeah. things. The answer is absolutely yes, right? The church has hurt. Yeah. The scope of it, I mean, we can't even sit here and begin to address start, start every listing them. All of them. And that's the why I think it's things and then there's also maybe right, the uh, personal. Right. Right? The, like the experience someone might have had just of feeling isolated or rejected or right. anything, let alone like the maybe systemic things that this question might be addressing. Right. So, um yeah, it's, it, you know, I think the best that we can do is just address if that is true, uh, what do we do about it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think the, you, you went with the first thing, which is mm-hmm. we have to acknowledge it. We have to say, yeah. yes, uh, look at the history. And I think that's where the reckoning is happening culturally right now, where you have America that's had these Judeo-Christian values 
and uh, and yet we're also now looking at the history hmm. uh, on a large scope, but then also the on the you know minutia ground of like the the individual. And I think yeah. what we have to say is. Uh, the doctrine of sin inside Christianity mm. allows us to address this. Absolutely. And I, that word sin, I know, is a religious word that a lot of people mean different things with. But I think right. for Christians, it means if sin is not just doing bad things, it's the, it's the misprioritization of God in our lives. It's that we've, we've taken something and made it too important to us. If we say that, and we would actually argue Christians are just as susceptible of doing this as non-Christians, to misprioritize yeah. who God is uh, in their lives then that is why we have the atrocities. That is why we have the brokenness and abuses that have We're happened. All capable. Uh, not just capable. I would actually argue we've all done them well, in, ver- in right. various forms. And so we Better should acknowledge that. Now, a lot of people, if you're, if you're watching, you might be thinking, oh, so you're just going to, that's, that's your get-out-of-jail-free card that, oh, guess, I guess I we're all know, just yeah. messed up. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We're saying it's wrong, but mm-hmm. we're also telling you um, where it's coming from. Right. It's coming from yeah. a constant misprioritization and, and it is, so when you make your race the center thing, you're going to yeah. misprioritize Christ and you're going to place that at the center of who you are. And that's going to lead to the abuses that have happened when you place race or you place class or you place uh, gender or you place, mm-hmm. you, you know, your own character. You can place that. If it's misprioritized, if it's too important, it leads to all these other problems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I. I can't help but think like this is very disorienting, right? Like I think anyone who hears all those things because we have acknowledged them, it can immediately lead to fear and it can immediately lead to like, well, then if you just acknowledge it, what? I don't want to be part of this anymore. Yeah. Conversation over. Like, why should I be a part of the church? You're proving our point, Michael (laughs) and Carolyn. And I think that, so I would also like to respond with the fact that we do believe in repentance and lamenting those things, that those things are not honoring to God just because we've acknowledged them. Acknowledging that it does not minimize the power of the gospel in any way. It actually like promotes it because we are saying this is who we are and who we're capable of, but that's not the end of the story, right? right? And so we have great a great need to acknowledge it, repent from it, and also lament because that's what God is doing. Mm. Um, and I think in a very important distinction is that just because... Uh, God does dictate the church and what it means and how we are to act and as Christians who we are, though we do not dictate who God is, Hmm. right? So the actions of the church do not directly reflect who God is. And I think we often mix those two. That because the church did this, this must be true of who God is. Um, And so again, that's the importance of lamenting, is remembering this is not honoring to God. This is not his design. This is not um, his character. Uh, And so that brings great comfort to me to remember that distinction that even though we're failing, he's not the one who's failing. That that is such an important distinction. So I think what you're saying, Caroline, if the core of Christianity Hmm. is a man who dies for his enemies Hmm. in Jesus Christ, who, and, and if you place that person at the core of who you are, I mean, if he died for his enemies, you place him at the core of who you are, you're going to die for your enemies. If, if we really did that, we would not have, we would not do these abuses that have actually happened. And so Mm. in some respects, Christianity, uh, the problem is not, is not, um, the, the belief in and of itself, it's actually when Christians don't actually fully believe it. Yeah. So or what, don't follow. Yeah. They haven't, act, we ha- they haven't, they did not put Jesus at the core of who they are. Absolutely. They put something yeah. else at the core. Yes. And so I think, uh, yeah. the problem has been the execution. The problem has been the actually living it out. And so mm-hmm. in some ways I would argue 
Christians need to become more Christian, not less. <laughs> that we shouldn't be pulling back and saying, "I'm going to be spiritual." Yes. I'm saying instead, if you see this, I would I would love for you to join the community yes. that is that is a group of broken people and say, "I want to work mm. to make this place it a better place." It makes me think of another question I hear just as frequently, which is, "Well, I still believe in God, but I don't want anything to do with the church." Right. Which is, I think, is what you just Same addressed, thing. right? Of like, well, maybe God isn't about this, but like the church still is, and yet He still calls us into that community, yeah. and I. I still think it's important to note that the church matters not only because it's God's design and he calls us into that community, but he loves, deeply loves mm. that church. And he knows not only what it's done, what it will do, what we're capable of. It's still when, when the Christian faith, we say that Jesus refers to the church as his bride. And I say that um, it's because I think everyone can understand marriage, the notion of marriage, no matter what your background, right? And you understand the unity. Mm. You understand the connection. You understand the, the relationship and the fact that Jesus identifies with the church and says that that's the type of relationship he has is pretty powerful. That means it has to matter, right? Yeah. That he is saying, like, I identify as one with these people. Despite all that, we have to we have to walk into that, right? Yeah, such a huge topic. So so much more to say, but thank you, Caroline. That's, that's a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you have more questions, please email us at lsq at redeemer.com. Thanks for joining us and see you next time.